This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, buddy. Hour two. G-Back Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, Clarence Hill's going to join us in an hour. We'll talk Cowboys with him. He's live at the Senior Bowl there. Uh, watching the prospects and uh, watching the Jones family talk Cowboys. Jerry Jones just under an hour ago saying it's going to be an all-in move this coming off season, and that is uh, that's the main topic here of I believe of the afternoon and of the foreseeable future around these Cowboys. Will I actually put their money where their mouth is? Is this uh, to be taken to heart from Jerry Jones? In the meantime, uh, here's Zach Wolchuk. NFL news today. We talked yesterday about uh, the Super Bowl jerseys. You know, what would the Chiefs decide? They're the home team. Do they want to wear the uh, home reds or do they want to go with their whites? They've been kind of road warriors here going on the road, getting those two wins against Buffalo and then, of course, against the Ravens. Well, they're going to run it back like they did in 2020. They're going to want to wear their home reds in the Super Bowl. So the 49ers will be wearing white. We've seen some pictures of both of the jerseys getting the Super Bowl logo patches onto them. Now, I did see the stat via ESPN. Teams wearing white in the Super Bowl are 16-3 and since 2004. One of those three losses would be when these two teams last faced off in a Super Bowl back in 2020 when the Chiefs got the better of the 49ers. But do you think the Chiefs are making the right decision here to run it back? I mean, I don't know. I'm clueless when it comes to these uniform things, Wolchuk. Not in my purview. I think they're doing the right thing. I think you won the last time in the Reds. Go ahead and rock them. Yes, yes. I'm trying to think. Uh, both Super Bowl did they? Or no? I guess last year they were in white. They lost they the, the whites uh, to the Bucks and Brady, but last year uh, they did wear the whites and won. I'd wear the exact same ones like Joe Montana did in that one Super Bowl. That was an interesting sidebar on that story. Do you guys see that in his bio- biography? No. Yeah, his wife packed like the exact jersey that he'd he'd worn like five or six years earlier. That's amazing. Yeah, good for him. See, that's pretty cool if you could pull that off. These yeah. days, the NFL is going to find you in five <laughs> seconds. There's just going to be a radar on their second, cameras. What? They're going to see you in pregame. They're like, nope, not happening. Yeah, uh, we did get the Ben Johnson news. We talked about that at the beginning. Ben Johnson informed the Seahawks and the Commanders that he's going to stay in Detroit. He's only 37 years old. I'm sure will be another hot uh, coaching candidate again next year. Maybe but- the Lions are going to hire him. Maybe. You think they move on from Dan Campbell? Now, hey, you brought this up yesterday. Now they keep him. So yeah. if, if Man yeah. Campbell messes up Dude, again. what yeah. a win for the Lions. Huge no, win. They're no celebrating. Kidding. No kidding. Yeah. As big an offseason win as any team's had to this point. Commanders were uh, about to meet with Ben Johnson. Then they have now pivoted. They met with Dan Quinn in the Washington area. I also saw a photo of Dan Quinn, what looked like in the airport, returning home. So don't know any more information about that, but they're also going to talk with Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions. Still think uh, Seattle, Ian Mike McDonald, but also Dan Quinn in the running for that job as well. They flew Dan Quinn in, right? I believe so. And, they, and then their staff flew to Detroit? They were going to fly to Detroit. No, they still did because Aaron Glenn. They were no, going no, to, they're still going to meet with Aaron Glenn, yes. Do you read anything to them going to out to meet 
Aaron Glenn. Well, they were going to meet both of them, Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn. Now it'll just be Aaron Glenn. But no, I'm but just. Fly, but having flown, like it means more to go yeah, to the, Aaron Glenn. If you, if someone were to fly, I you see what in, you're saying. Would you fly in for an interview? Like that's, I mean, which do you think if you were trying to get the job, which do you think you have a better shot? Them flying to see you or you flying to I'd see them? I probably feel like if they're flying to see me, I'm more important. Yeah, they're more interested in the guy they're flying to see, I, b- I would believe, Brian. But who knows? Maybe Dan Quinn has somebody he wanted to see over there and appreciated the opportunity to head over to D.C. Yeah. You know, see yeah, some buddies. Just, or even if he stays with the Cowboys, maybe get he can spy, get some more information, you know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe there's something about the restaurants over there. You know, you're here local. You get you, you, you know what you got here. Get some crab cakes. I'll tell you, they, that Georgetown area is a nice area over oh, there. You can do it. Yeah. Eagles are expected to hire former Seahawks defensive coordinator Clint Hurt as their D-line coach. This dude is uh, a badass. He looks like he one. He looks like one, 100%. And his name, Clint Hurt, I think is just perfect to be a defensive line coach. Uh, that ain't, I mean, they're, they've got tons of changes that are going there and filthy. So now he's going to join Dick Fangio's staff there as their D-line coach moving forward. That's a guy who commands respect immediately. Damn right That's a guy who, if he fails as a defensive line coach, I believe could take the place of whatever the guy's name was, who is the security guy for the Eagles that was making headlines over oh, the course Don. of the season. Big Dom. Yeah. Big Dom. Big Dom. Yeah. Dom yeah, I think you know, this Mr. Dom Hurt, got, I think, could go toe-to-toe with Big Dom. I think so, too. When Big Dom got suspended, the Eagles, the Eagles went south. They did? They, you know that? It was that might have ruined their entire season. Big Dom suspension. Unbelievable. Might have ruined the Eagles' season. Yeah, I'll that'll it. fracture a locker room right there. Can't do that, Dom. Uh, the Cowboys have had Marcus Lawrence. He was Lawrence. nice to us when we met him. He was a very nice guy. Yeah. He was, surprisingly, even though he's you know with the Eagles, so I can't stand him. <laughs> Cowboys defensive coordinator Demarcus Lawrence, left guard Tyler Smith, and tight end Jake Ferguson – Added to the Pro Bowl roster oh, good. today. So part of the tug of war. It'll be the first career appearance for Smith and Fergie. <laughs> Fergie Zach be Martin. good dodgeball, jumping up in the air. Yeah, Fergie the could be fun. I'm sure, I'm sure Fergie's going to have a good time out there. Big biscuit. Uh, Zach Martin will not be attending the game for personal reasons. He's got a child on the way. And Dak Prescott will also not be attending for personal reasons. Baker Mayfield will be replacing one Dak Prescott. I still think it's a little bit, you know, I saw Shereen Williams, our friend, put out this tweet like, we're not playing a game anymore. Yeah. Okay. Do we need to keep doing the Pro Bowl replacement no. so we have a hundred different Pro Bowlers? No. We Come don't. on. We don't. We're good. We got to. We got to fill out the flag football roster. I think we could. We can't. We chalk up the Pro Bowl to being the most useless of all of the professional sports awards. Like the For day sure. that the Pro Bowl voting gets announced, it's become that way. It's just. It's a joke. It really has become that way. Now it's all about the, the All Pros. I, I guess. would love. I wish. I would love somebody to acknowledge my idea for dolling up the NBA All Star Game. How? $10 million to the winning team's charity. Like, if your team your team wins the, the all-star game, you get $10 million from the league for your charity. The losers don't get anything. You think that would make the guys play harder? Maybe. I don't know. I think they've sort of involved some of that with, um, but, with I mean, the way they've it, changed make it, up. But, make it but I hear you. Like a winner-take-all kind of a thing? I don't know. Maybe you give them the money. Maybe you say $10 yeah. million. If there's money in, on the line. Well, I think you also need to have harder. representation of the charities there courtside so that, like, like you're yeah. seeing visually, hey, don't yeah. make these people upset here. Yes. Yeah. they got a lot riding That's on what this. I'm saying, though. It's like, start- we're, we're in clutch time, crunch time, whatever they call it, yeah. last four, you know? Yeah, and yeah. you look over there and you, and you see like your charity sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to start you don't knocking down. Let them down. Some, yeah, I, I get that 100%. I don't want to let them down. My favorite all-star event is, and you guys are going to hate this one, is NASCAR. Because they pay you a million dollars. I couldn't to wreck. even tell you what the hell they do. They re- they pay you to wreck your car, basically. Okay, well, that's it, badass. It's checkers or wreckers, and you get that's how you get paid. I'm winner in on take all. Let's winner go. take all in a, in a in a dash for dash for cash for like ten laps. 
and yeah, and they usually bring those cars cash home for on, cash. on the on the on the hook. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, guys, that does sound cool. Arthur Smith's been hired by the Pittsburgh. Steelers. Steelers have uh, hired Arthur Smith as their offensive coordinator. I don't know how fans in Pittsburgh feel about that. If Smitty. You, do you have, uh, you know, your fantasy footballer? I, I might stay away from their running backs because he doesn't know how to use them very well. He but did in Tennessee, though. Why? Why did he hey, always lose right. his... Maybe as an offense coordinator, he's going to be fantastic. I think that's... But as a head coach, I, I, I think he got in his own damn way. I think that's what he is. Maybe. I think he's a good coordinator, bad head coach. I think the Chargers have done an excellent job. They hired uh, Ravens director of player personnel, Joe Hortis, as uh, their new general manager. He's going to join... Harbaugh, of course, he has a relationship with his brother there in Baltimore, and I'd take anybody from the Baltimore Ravens player personnel department. Those guys know what the hell they're doing. I tell you what, though, they've kind of had a little bit of a history of those guys not knowing what they're doing. Once they leave? Once they leave, yeah. It's kind of a little bit of It's got a little New England Patriot vibe to it. If you look as long at, as they're in the building in Baltimore, as you're, you're long a genius, as but it, as soon as you leave, no, no, they've had, we got concerns. Yeah, go back and look at the history of those guys that have gone okay. from, from Baltimore to uh, be general manager. Phil uh, Phil Savage was a guy. They've had several. Uh, George Kukanis. That all these guys that were high end personnel. George Kukanis was his name. High end personnel guys. Damn. That the all Kuk- that have the Kukanises. Kuk- I think there was a, a few of them in the NFL. Yeah. Well. No. That. No. This. This is this guy. There's no That's way. A big NFL family, Brian. Kukanis. Yeah. This is a different guy. No. This it's. Not, there's, I mean, they talk about the Mannings, and then they talk about the, the Kikanises. I think you're thinking of Carl Loftus, my guy. That Carl could Loftus. be Carl Loftus. Maybe that's what it was, Carl Chuck. I think that's what it was. I do yeah. think that is we were uh, close, though. a pretty sound football Tomato, family, tomato. Though, the Kikanises. All right. It's the Kikanises. <laughs> what is it? The Kikanises. Shout out to Jimmy Lake. He's now the Falcons I defensive hate you coordinator. So much right now. Wasn't that gal that uh, Manti Teo was dating from that family? <laughs> Actually... I think he was a distant cousin of the Kukanuses. That's right. Greg Kukanus. Greg Kukanus. Yep. Famous diver. <laughs> oh, he was diving. No, he was okay. a diver. Uh, we've got Greg Zach Robinson Kukanis. as the offensive Jerk. coordinator now with the Falcons. Hit his and head on the board one time. Jimmy, we know about the story. Jimmy Lake will be the defensive Did coordinator. No, I know. Could you give me the details, No, it's, it's pretty bleeped up. What, him hitting his head on the board? Yeah, it was sad. I'm not going to give the story. You know it. I know it, but Eric probably doesn't. No, I'm going to Google it. Read a book for he, once. Walter's got a big segment he's got to handle here. I'm trying here. Uh, I do have some audio I want to play, though. Here's Julian Edelman, and we love talking rookie dinners. And Julian Edelman doing his podcast actually kind of threw Tom Brady under the bus a little bit. And Brady's been making the rounds. I think we'll have some audio for him when we do football's finest at 5 o'clock because he's getting set to slide into the booth and kick Greg Olson out of there. But here's uh, Edelman talking about his seventh-round rookie dinner. How was rookie dinner for a seventh rounder? My rookie dinner, we went to Capitol Grill and we rolled there and like there's a paying scale. So if you're the first pick, you pay half of it. Then each round it goes less and less. I had to pay like 2,500 bucks, which was a lot of money. My signing bonus was 49 grand. We made the mistake. We'll give them a set menu and stuff and a set amount of drinks. Veterans came in there immediately. Yo, give us the Louis 14th or 13th. We want the whole bottle. Make it two. Brady comes in 45 minutes later. He orders like a $35,000 bottle of wine, takes one sip, and leaves. I think the bill was like 200 grand. Oh, jeez. Takes one sip and, and leaves. leaves. Wow. Oh man. That's that's goat level quarterbacking right there. That's the kind of stuff you can you can get away with. You know, Eric, I was just thinking. Next year, do we get to talk to Tom Brady in the pregame show? Maybe. Nah, yeah, but think about it. It's probably like Romo. You know, we get a Nance and Romo game. All of a sudden, we're talking to Tracy Wolfson. You think? Brady's just yeah. not going to do those? Yeah. 
We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get a healthy. We'll get a healthy. Greg Olson a lot. Yeah, we'll get a healthy scooping of uh, Kevin Burkhart. Tom Brady has an exclusive every week with uh, a big interview with Jim Gray on the Let's Go podcast. I'm just guessing here, Broadus, but maybe, maybe he's just gonna. He might do it once. Are you gonna freak out when that when they introduce him? Yes. Yes. I might ask you to do that. (laughs) Broadus, why don't you go ahead and bring us in here? I would love to see We have the GOAT Tom Brady on the line. That's still something I want to see. Brian, bring it in and take it out for a full show. That's a great Do you think everybody knows what happened at Dez's rookie dinner? What was that, 2010? That was a year after Edelman's rookie dinner. But that was a big thing in the NFL, and and I think Dez was getting hit for something like 75 grand or something like that. 50? 50. Yeah. Yeah, huge amount, and 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 after that, it was that was like the last one the Cowboys did. I think. yeah, the rookie hazing thing stopped, and okay. I, I I think Jerry Jones actually like stepped in there and wrote the check to the restaurant. That's I mean, cool. Shout out to Jerry. That's cool. Yeah, stepping in there because that's a tough deal, man. That's a lot of money. I, I mean, Brady ordering that wine, just taking a sip and leaving, I'd be so ticked. Like, dude, what the hell, man? Yeah, come on. Yeah, that's probably what it become. And they were like they were one upping each other team to team. Don't yeah. you think you I mean, if you're if you're really business, I mean, if the acumen is high here, don't you cork that bottle? You take it and say, hey, Brady's lips are on this bottle. Took one sip. Who's buying it? We got yeah. all these schmoes that want to buy all the memorabilia, whatever. This is a this is a used. This is not a replica. This is authentic as bleep. Has not been washed. <laughs> the only lips on this bottle are the goats. So we'll you want it? You. The of owner of the do. restaurant waved the bill. You can have this. Yeah, you can. Edelman's <laughs> rookie dinner Brady bottle. <laughs> paying, dude. That's at least hundred grand. With this that's glass. at least hundred grand. You're coming up off that rookie dinner. Yeah, I think so too. Now it was pretty good. I was looking into Tom Brady's TikTok and his friends are roasting. He's got one. Him. Yeah, he does. Uh, his friends are roasting him. They they're at what looks like kind of a petting zoo with the family. Dude, that's a that's a heady play. I'm trying to figure out one of those deals. The the coolest youngster kid birthday yeah. parties we've been to have been the petting zoo ones. I, well, so they go up. They got goats there, and they're walking up to the goat exhibit. And one of Brady's friends says, "This is the Mahomes exhibit." <laughs> that's and good. Brady, Brady just kind of cringes, laughs a little bit. He says, "Who?" With friends like these, who needs enemies, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Are you against the bounce house? Uh, it's it's not that I'm or against is it the, the dangers it's of the kids. Expensive, man. Kids flying all over the place, flying into each other, breaking bones. Yeah, I I haven't had any it's more issues. More the trampoline park than the bounce Ooh, house. Yeah. The tramp- I think there's always going to be an injury at the trampoline. Oh, the trampoline one, yes. The trampoline one, I, we've discovered. My mom got a little trampoline in the backyard of my parents' house. Yeah. When the girls come over, they can use it. But we've already had hyperextended knee moments. <laughs> and I'm like, I just think they need to be like a little bit stronger, a little bit sturdier, super flexible, you know, and they can overcome the the, the hyperextended knee at like four years old better than maybe you and I could. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, this is already getting a little bit too scary. I think they need to be a little bit stronger before they're jumping around with each other. Mm-hmm. One of the most terrifying moments of my life, there was like five of them when Abby was like from eight down where I thought oh my goodness we almost lost her and one of them was when we got a trampoline in the backyard and I was trying to like rocket her up Mm -hmm. and it like bent her backwards in this way (laughs) like Mahomes the other day day I was like holy crap it almost went spinal right there I had to take a deep breath I said we're going in Abby we'll we'll get back after it tomorrow (laughs) you want to watch a show or something why does my back feel weird it was like (laughs) it was like bent in a weird way and She's got the Don't chili. tell your mom. Oh, Don't tell no. your mom. She's You're tired. fine, honey. You're fine. She's Tyron Smith for the rest of her life. Yeah, dude, Gosh, get her, uh, get her problems in 24-7 hyperbaric chamber. Wait, speaking of animals, though, while we're on this subject, I saw this uh, interview with Darnell Dockett. This is from a while back, but prior to the start of camp in 2013, he was a defensive tackle with the Arizona Cardinals, which was part of that Super Bowl team when they lost the Steelers. 
but he revealed that he purchased a pet tiger, hmm. named the pet tiger uh, Little Buddy, and <laughs> he was promising to bring the animal with him to the practices. And in an interview, he admitted, I didn't know if they'd let me, and unfortunately they didn't, so he didn't end up bringing the little tiger to practice and make an appearance, but like, I think that would have been a little badass. You show up to training camp practice, and here we've got a little baby tiger. Yeah, yeah. You'd like to think there would be some precedent for this so that that Dan Campbell can no, have the his yeah, drone yeah, line. Like yeah, Darnell yeah, Dockett was trying to set this up, so yeah. now 10 years later, Dan Campbell can say, yes, we are having a real bleeping lion But here. no, we haven't had that groundbreaking moment yet. He could have laid the foundation for this, man. I'm a little disappointed, Darnell Dockett. You should have brought it in. Uh, and the last news of note here, Leslie Frazier. Former Bills defensive he's coordinator. He's on TV right now. Is he? Not right now, but he is on the NFL Network. Well, he's got an opportunity to possibly be the new defensive coordinator of the Miami Dolphins. He's in the running for that. Oh, so wow. if indeed Dan Quinn got maybe the Commanders or the Seahawks job, maybe Leslie Frazier before he is hired by somebody else could be another name you look at. Is it cool that Dez brought Dallas the pet monkey to practice? I yeah. I would like to, to see the monkey until it throws crap at you. Who was the Texas Ranger that brought the giant cat to, to practice? Was that Juan Gonzalez? That might have been Juan Gone. Yeah. That was his nickname, wasn't it? Didn't he have a nickname like the Gato or something like that? Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm well, Josh Young's up. the jungle cat. I'm making Maybe it was Josh here. Young. It's a popular nickname. Yeah. Uh, whatever that, the case, a ranger did it back in the day. That's pretty yeah. badass, but I would have loved to see Darnell Dockett do this just to see the reactions. But that's your NFL news of the day. Thank you, Woolchuck. Uh, rim session coming up at 340. We'll get you the latest out of the association, but we have to reset the biggest news of the afternoon. Cowboys talking at the Senior Bowl. What's the latest on that? We'll get into a C-Nod here. The Cowboys news of the day is next in the G-Bag Nation. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over. Overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3. The fan, Jerry and Steven, they are, they're talking at uh, the Senior Bowl, and we have some highlights from it, including a, a fresh one that our buddy Nick Harris, DallasCowboys.com, has transcribed from old Jer Bear that we're going to get into. But basically, he says they're going all in. At 877-881-1053, the question's simple. Do you believe him? A segment here is brought to you by Soda. That's state-of-the-art. And it's brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation. It's 214 or 817-333-3333. You can jump online to truckwreck.com. Yeah, Steve said earlier in, in like the, the, the 1 o'clock hour, or, you know, or maybe in the lunch hour even, there's no way the fans are totally going to explicitly trust you until you get it done. Until we compete at the level and we get the job done, there's going to be doubt, and rightfully so. He was just kind of talking about how, well, you know, fans are beating us up, and, you know, I, I, I'm with them. You know, we should be better, man. And uh, there wasn't much of a mention of doing things different. I, I thought he should have taken a tone of not good enough. We're going to do better for this fan base, for this organization. It's been too damn long. And here we got Dak going into his 30s now. We still ain't done jack squat. It's time to win, damn it. You know, that's what I wanted. But, you know, he's Steve, so he's not going to do something like that. He, he's just trying to, like, punch the clock and be a billionaire son and, you know, keep the family, family legacy of being average at football together. So, anyway, Dad, who's the real straw that stirs the damn drink in that household, took them from grocery store owners to some of the biggest tycoons in American TV. That's what, that's what Dad did. Dad recognized, you know, things aren't going well. And uh, something's got to be said. Hopefully, this is a sign that uh, Dad is going to take a more active role in steering this roster construction in a bold direction. But he says uh, we are we're we're not going to be building like uh, next year's a, a priority. And then he t- he talked about or or that the the long term's a priority. He says we're going to go all in for this year. And then he 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 was talking about contracts, guys. And this is the updated part. I, I want to get your thoughts on says, because we're over the cap, so he was asked about Dak Prescott, and he wouldn't guarantee that a deal is going to get done. He said, we're going to look at this thing holistically. Because we are over the cap, you know, we can't stay like this. So if you said, well, are you interested in signing Dak and being that much more over the cap? Are you interested in signing Lamb and being that much more over the cap? You've got to look at everything. And so I I won't be, and I, I bet you Stephen won't be sitting down there and recognizing, well, You've got this situation with Lamb's contract. You've got this situation with Parsons. We won't be doing that because that's the wrong look right now. We've got to see how much we can get under the cap so it's a holistic approach more so than any year that we've had. Holistic would mean we're looking at everything instead of isolating on a couple of stars. That's what I think he means by holistically. We need the whole roster not focused in on a couple of guys. Could it be possible they're not going to sign any of their big names because they need the cap space to go add players to it? I'm combining those two ideas yeah. into one. It might be unbelievable considering how this team has done business for well over a decade now. So our guy Nick Harris has more of this 
And he said, I would anticipate with looking ahead at our key contracts that we'd like to address, we will be all in. I would anticipate we will be all in at the end of the year. So when you say, is there any thought, we will push the hell out of it. It will be going all in on different people than you've done in the past. We will be going all in. We've seen some things out of some of the players that we want to be all in on. So, I I mean, I... CD. Yeah, like, maybe they... They don't with Dak. They they do just go ahead and play I, it and, and see how it goes for this year with Dak. One of the most – I think we all highly respect a guy like a Todd Archer. I think the, the way he covers the team, he doesn't leave a stone unturned. Michael Gelkin, I think, is another one. These are guys that have written articles about non-extensions of Dak, that Dallas just go ahead and ride in the contract and seeing where they're at. Now, what happens is – You've made your decision. You've told Dak that you don't think he's important enough to extend him. You know, that you've you've you really have made your bed with him. You know, he's gonna go play, you've got to go play, and then you're likely if he walks, you're gonna get a third. I said that earlier in the day. You know, you gotta know that. But So you think they're heading in that direction now? I I, I just there's They're not gonna sign Dak to an extension. The the thing that the thing that has got my attention are when guys who live in that building yeah. report stuff like that or, or talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not trying to pin it all on them because things could change. But, you know, usually those guys are like the kind of the voice of reasons. <laughs> you know, they're not just going to throw stuff up against the wall and say, oh, well, let's hope for the best here. And, you know, I'm just throwing it out there for clicks. I mean, they those two guys cover the team in a way that, there's somebody in there in the organization, one, two, three, four guys, telling him, "Hey, we might do something different here." So, do you think they're going to go all in, and if it doesn't work big time, they'll move on from the quarterback? I think Is that, that what we're heading for. I think I think the quarterback would move on from you. That's to be honest with you, and 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 I do love of the star with Bobby, and I, I don't want to pin this on Bobby, but there might Bobby hinted around that Dak might be tired of this place. Yeah. That he might be tired of all the I could understand why he would feel that way. Of all the scrutiny and all the the things that go with, but it, it's part of the job. It is. Yeah. It is part of the job. And every yeah, and, fan and, base has and, that to an extent. And maybe and maybe Dak was PO'd about the fact of how this whole thing that with the with the interceptions, how that got just totally blown. That that was the conversation that was had every day about the interceptions, and he knew damn good and well. Yeah, some of them were his fault. Some of them weren't his fault, mm-hmm. but nobody ever talked about the ones that weren't his fault, you know. And I, I, I don't. If he moves on, and say he plays great and has another MVP type of season, and it doesn't work out, and he moves on, and they don't sign him, I think he would be. I think he'd be fine with that. And the Cowboys, by not extending him, have made their decision that they're okay with it too. He also said, Dak has done nothing to change my mind about any promise for the future. Um, so, I don't know. Are, are there mixed signals here, or is Jerry spelling it out for us that, hey, this is this is where we're heading? I would hope that it would indicate that they're, they're open-minded to a different course of action. You know, and I, I, we've talked a lot about, hey, the status quo isn't it. Please don't keep running this back and just doing the same thing, hoping for something different to happen. Yeah. I'm excited about both these things if there's an element of truth to them. 
the idea that Dak could be in a make-it-or-break-it year. If you don't win it, we're going to go draft other quarterbacks and either try to find a legit Hall of Famer that can take us over the top or win with a a rookie quarterback contract. You get the rookie quarterback contract for four years. I would like their chances of finding a quality player out of college and you know, winning big with extra players on your roster than continuing with what they've been doing around Dak Prescott. If you're going to keep Dak, you got to go all in. We might be getting both. We might get a huge all-in move to try to win with Dak and then terrible salary cap situation in 2025 that pushes you into so many losses that you get a high draft pick. This might actually be the beginning of the, of the, uh, you know, turning of the worm that we need. I, we, we need to figure out where, Trey Lance is in all this. You know, there there is a reason that they went and got Trey Lance as a backup guy, or is that the guy in your 20, you know, do you do a, do a deal with Trey Lance? You know, his contract is up after next year too, but maybe it's not going to cost you. Maybe it's more like what you do with Jordan Love. Right. You know, where it doesn't cost you $50 million. Yeah, this it cost point, you. Yeah. It costs you. $20 million. Well, if you think he can play, you just don't play him. And then yeah. at the end of the year, he does a one-year prove-it deal, and then he plays for you and blows up, and then you can make a decision on whether you're going to give him a big quarterback contract or not. Yeah, because maybe so, he likes it here. Yeah. And, and I mean, if you think I, he's I pretty totally good, you, do you don't that. play him in some games next year and let him command top 15 money on the open yeah. market because you'd be right back in the same situation. The goal needs to be how are we either going to get an elite quarterback or get around what Dak can do, top 10 player for – uh, you know, a fraction of the cost. I think it's very doable. It's interesting to me that he he says, you know, we, uh, you know, we we got to see how much we can get under the cap. But he also says, are you interested in? Are he like just asks himself a rhetorical question? Are you interested in signing Dak and being that much more over the cap? You're you, signing Dak doesn't make you over the cap right now. It does years, you know, whatever you place it. But you don't sign Dak right now and have a worse cap situation. The, the cap situation you're in with Dak and his current status is what is putting you over the cap. Yeah, that's somewhat of the sell of extending him is to give yourself cap relief for right yeah, now. Yeah, so I don't know if he's confused or what the deal is there when he says that, or maybe I'm just confused, but like signing Dak and being that much more over the cap, I mean, for right now, signing Dak puts put you well under the cap. But you're less if you just restructure him. <clears throat> if, he just has, if he just had voidable years, that's the way to have the least amount of hit, you know? Anything above that is adding to. Okay, so they can just add voidable years to what is already there. Dak doesn't have to agree to it. They can just do it, and then that immediately lessens the current cap but keeps Dak on a one-year deal. That would be the no-brainer situation. You just pay for it. If it doesn't work out, you pay for it down the road. What's all-in look like if they do it? What's that look like to you guys? I think you're going out and you're looking at free agency, and you say, hey, what's the best linebacker I can go and get? Do I like some of these defensive tackles? Because the guys that I've drafted haven't really panned out to the hope that we wanted. You know, I think Osa had a good year, but he faded down the stretch a little bit. Outside of that, who are you super excited about other than re-signing a Jonathan Hankins? You don't know what the hell Mozzie is right now, and that's part of your fault because he lost 30 pounds. So do I go and get a Justin Matabike who just had an awesome year and is a free agent from the Ravens? Do I go for a Chris Jones, right? Do I try? Do I look for a center? Do I say I'm going to go get a center in the draft? Or do I go get a Lloyd Cushenberry from the Denver Broncos who, or whoever is the best of the market? But I need to look at my weaknesses. He said against the Packers, you know, what they needed to do better was stop the run and run the football. So to me, it's okay. Let me look at my defensive line and my linebackers and my offensive line. And how can we improve that? And who couldn't use a little cushion berry in their lives? You know Everybody loves a little cushion berry.
All right. Uh, <clears throat> there you have it. An update on what Jerry and Stephen Jones have said so far at the Senior Bowl and what it might mean for where we're heading. I think you're probably uh, right to approach this with a fair amount of cynicism that they're actually going to throw all that dough at a roster. But they're hitting around at a couple of things that could indicate status quo is in its final days or hours up there at the Ford Center at the Star, and we could get could be ready for another transition. Okay, I can't believe it's been eight years since 2016 already. It seems like a blink of an eye that Dak's career has, but, you know, he's coming up on a decade into his 30s. Maybe the organization is going with the, well, if you ain't got there by your 30s, yeah. you're not going to get there. And right. that's what history yeah, says. I think so, yeah. I think it's good for both sides there. Okay, uh, what are we doing next? Oh, yeah, rim sesh, right, Chief? Yes, sir, Luca Chamberlain and the return of the broken man next year in the nation. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, welcome back, G-Bag Nation. Chill's coming up at 4, Clarence Hill, Cowboys reporter. He's in uh, Mobile, Alabama Senior Bowl, where Jerry and Stephen Jones have done a lot of talking so far today. And we'll hear from Chill on that uh, all-in topic coming up at 4. Do you buy what Jerry's selling? Here's the chief of the rim sesh. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and cut the lights out. We'll put the kids to bed. G-Bag Nation's going all 56 inches around that rim. It's always a special occasion when we find out there's going to be a battle of the sexes opportunity during All-Star Weekend for the association. Let's go. In Indianapolis. You guys familiar with what I'm about to tell you? What you got? Three-point contest. Yes. Steph Curry versus Sabrina, Sabrina Ionescu. Let's oh, yeah. go. She is a WNBA superstar, uh, from what I understand, New York Liberty. And she's won the three-point contest for the WNBA All-Star Weekend. Okay. And so now it'll be two champions going toe-to-toe. Now, I believe we still have the usual three-point contest amongst the NBA players, but there will be a separate three-point shootout between Steph and Sabrina. Now, she will be shooting with the the WNBA basketball and the WNBA from the WNBA uh, three-point line while okay. Curry uses the NBA ball and the NBA three-point line. So they'll keep it uh, status quo for each of them, and they're going to go toe-to-toe. And I, I believe this is the first of its kind when it comes to NBA All-Star Weekend. 
Man, she was dialed this last regular season at 44.8% from downtown. I'm going to give her the dub. <clears throat> yeah. Give her the tip of the hat. Oh, Joseph we're predicting? Yeah. yeah. Pick an INSQ. No, she's I got think- a nice little, she's got a nice shoe too. I was at the, the store the other day looking for some new shoes for Abby and I, I, I had her talked into them. We were going to do it, but they just couldn't, didn't have her size. Oh, the INSQ 2.0s? That's badass. Yeah. Is nice. she Nike or? Yes. Nice, yeah, she's a Nike dude. gal. Pretty impressive. Okay. okay. Champs just going at it, man. She said she's going to shoot from the NBA line. This is going to be epic. Oh, she's shooting NBA line. Wow. She quote, okay. She quote tweeted the, uh, the NBA's tweet. And said, I'll shoot from the NBA line. Let's get it. There you go. I'm picking I like Steph it. now. Yeah, yeah. If you now you're picking yep. Steph. Yeah. What do you think is more challenging for her? The the NBA line or the NBA ball? Ooh, like ball. if the ball would be more challenging. I, I agree. I think the ball probably too. You're used to shooting with a certain ball. I mean the NBA ball to fit in there. You know, with the WNBA ball that's just it's it's a significant difference. Size difference. The yes. WNBA ball is significantly yeah. smaller. Yeah. Yeah, I need to. I, I I don't know. I feel like I don't the, know the di- like the the circumference. Well, I guess she's two. telling us right here, like, hey, I can. I need to. I need my About ball. Three or four percent, but, but I'll, I can, But I'll take your line. But I can scoot okay. back a few feet because I'm yeah. sure she's. I'm sure she's hitting some threes in the WNBA that are you know well beyond the line or whatever. So I guess the line is probably easier than the ball itself. So nonetheless, that'll be that'll I would be like, interesting. I'd like Steph versus Dame from like. In like thirty, all thirty-five footers, wouldn't yes. that be fun? That would be cool. They, they, they honestly, that's not a bad idea with the way they're with the way the sport has changed and how every yeah. game you're seeing guys take shots from what feels like the logo. Yeah, and those are the two obviously, like those are the two guys that are most synonymous with logo shots. And I think actually Dame over the course of his career has been better really? at those like super long distance threes. I know last year Ooh. in the All Star game. He was so hot from the logo. He pulled up from half court and hit one. It was just, it was so insane. I think nothing quite sets off the gym like that these days. Agreed. You know, a, a great dunk will always do it. But now these these super long distance bombs when somebody gets hot, it's just so dang fun. Now, uh, Mavs get the victory last night. Good game, fun game. Uh, definitely not a good defensive first half by any stretch of the imagination for the Mavericks. But Luca, THJ, uh, Derek Lively, Hardy, and how about the Hardy party? How about yeah, Hardy? off the bench, man. He was. It felt like he didn't miss, uh, and it's because he only missed once. But he gave you twenty points last night. That was very, uh, very much so needed. And Luca, forty three minutes, forty five points, and he gives you uh, twenty one. At the at the line, he made eighteen of them, uh, and then is the fifteen assists. So yeah. all that to say, the Mavs get the victory, and now the stretch that Luca has been on is pretty historical. Scored and assisted on an average of basically eighty points over the last three games. That's what Luca's done. Mm-hmm. Only Wilt Chamberlain has generated more points over three games in NBA history. Wow, Wilt had overlapping spans, averaging eighty two <laughs> and eighty one points accounted for in the year 1962 wow so we take it with a grain of salt yeah you know he's he's putting up historic type deals and i i think he's he's kind of kind of be you know looking at himself in the mirror right now and thinking i have the potential to do things that have never been done in this game why why should i you know let myself get so distracted hopefully that's what he's thinking anyway yeah when he hit the 3,000 career assist mark so yeah. him and LeBron, only players in NBA history to record 10,000 points, 3,000 rebounds, and 3,000 assists before the age of 25. The honeymoon phase or the makeup bleep phase of sports is quite exciting. You know, you, you get, um, 
you know, new coaches that show up or, you know, you get guys that have, you know, had had issues and now they're back and every, everything's feeling good and there's great vibes around. What's going to happen the next time he hits adversity, though, is the key here, you know? And I, I don't know if I'll be able to trust it. Like, I'm happy for him. I'm like, cool. Yeah, I know, you, I know you're amazing, right? Mm-hmm. But we're now in a place kind of like where, where uh, Dak is with the Cowboys, where enough time has passed that I'm not impressed with, oh, cool, a three or four touchdown game and some regular season exploits. Yeah. I need to see it on a, on a championship level to be confident that we're heading in the right direction. I think that's 100% fair. Uh, Grant F. Seth uh, pointed out yesterday, since Kyrie debuted with the Mavericks uh, last February, uh, Kyrie and Luka have played together in just over 50% of the games together. This year, it's under 50%. Uh, so I just wanted to point that out. Having Kyrie consistently, and that's the, that's, that's the issue. I mean, Kyrie's consistently been a dude who gets banged up or whatever, misses time. But it'd be really nice if you could have a, a better sample size of those two together, especially this season where it's under 50% of the games together. Um, I mean, it could be it could be something where once you get consistent time with this team, it's like, hey, this it could, be, it could be a lot more fun. That's for sure. And you can really see what this team can do. Right now, you need 45 from Luka to beat the Magic by two points. Yeah. And it's because, my gosh, the roster is built in a way that you have two highly paid individuals. You need them on the floor without them. You, you're you're squeezing everything out of just a one point victory over the the magic at home. Since I was just looking at something since December twelfth, and this might be the end of what this could might be the downfall really of the Mavs. Since December twelfth, Luca has played ten games where he's played more than forty two minutes in the game. Think yeah. about that. Yeah, the usage rates had to go I mean, way back up without they, Kyrie. Okay, they can't win without him scoring. And they can't win without him playing more than forty minutes a night. Yeah, I mean, if Kyrie's going to be out, that's absolutely the way I mean, the team that, is that built. Is, that is just that, and that that I don't know if that will be the end with the Mavs. If that if they can't with Kyrie, if he can't find ways, I mean, he, Kyrie was going to play fifty games every year for you, kind of a thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is this is going to be tough on Luca. This really, really is going to be tough on him. Well, congratulations to Ben Simmons for playing basketball. Oh, he played last night? For the first time in 38 games. Congratulations, Ben. What would you guys imagine his, uh, what do you think his prop was for points yesterday? Five and a half. Yeah, I was thinking around like four and a half. Three and a half? Yeah. He crushed it. Ten points. a boy. Eleven assists. Eight rebounds. Zero turnovers. He was a perfect five for five from the field. Let's get the trade going. 18 minutes of play there for the Brooklyn Nets. He was quoted as saying, as soon as I checked in, I told them, you know what time it is. <laughs> I love it, man. You got to you gotta muster up some confidence somehow. And boom, he goes out there. He goes perfect from the field. Almost gives you a triple-double. I mean, my goodness, Ben Simmons, back and better than ever. The Lakers continue to do what the Lakers do. They lose another game, and they're 24-24, and 24, and it is all bad right now. The, when is banner night? The uh, They already had it. Oh, yeah, they already had oh, we it. Have, we've already had it. We've the champion, the, the champion Lakers, already hung their are they, have they in been, season tournament banner. Have they been awful since they've won that? They've been awful. They've been bad. They certainly have. And there was a side eye uh, from LeBron uh, that looked to be directed to his coach Darvin Ham last night. That has gone extremely viral. And this is, uh, you know, it's over for Darvin Ham is basically what's been trending. But I thought this was interesting. You had Steve Kerr come out the other night after the 
after the Warriors lost to the Lakers and the free throw discrepancy was huge in favor of the Lakers. And Steve goes, I'm not going to comment on their 43 free throws to R16. I'm not going to comment on Steph shooting three free throws in 43 minutes. Uh, And then I saw the stat that is from the Lakers announcer, Billy Mack. And he says, the Lakers have shot 233 more free throws than opponents this year. Is that even, like, possible? Most in the NBA, the Lakers are dead last in total drives to the basket with no 38 way. per game. So just, no way. Just threes all the time. So they don't drive to the basket, but they get to the line more than anybody. And so the Lakers See, continue to just bizarre. be extremely annoying. That's I wonder what Tim Donahue has to say about that. The old hmm. ref that, you know, was exposing how the league exposes games I, you know, or, 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 you know, fixes games yeah this, this is as close as you get to a script in sports and i don't know if it's just refs being mm. biased or refs wanting lebron to win or or whatever but i'd have a serious issue with that no. i guess if the if the lakers were a real threat as a contender i'd be pretty ticked off right now i i tell you what i saw some things with my own eyes 22 years ago just unbelievable you could tell in real time yeah, I mean, this they, is not right. They got they got their first their, their three peat in 2000, 2001 or 2002. At least two of those were highly assisted by officials in the Western Conference Finals. Blazers and then the Kings had them beat, you know. Yeah. I think it's great that you can call Tim Donahue and get gambling tips and stuff like that, you know. It he's is got hilarious. A, he's got yeah. a website. Yeah, all he all he needs to do is just see who's refing which game. Yeah. That's all he does it's when like, he makes it. It's like, "Hi, I'm Tim Donahue." I'll give you my best bet for the games tonight. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. it's a lock. Yeah. It's like, Wink. oh, okay, Tim, who are you talking to? <laughs> God. <laughs> Got to run, G-Bag Nation. When we come back, it's time for the floor, 4 o'clock hour. Clarence Hill is going to join us as Jerry Jones says the Cowboys are about to go all in. Should we get excited? We'll, we'll uh, see what Clarence has to say on that subject and more coming up next. G-Bag Nation, the fan.